Hello my fellow gaming nerds and welcome back to episode 2 of the Noob Game Developer Podcast. Now this one's going to be a little more chaotic than the last episode solely because I could not get downtown to the recording studio to record it. So we're just, we're doing it old school, okay? I'm sitting in the dining room. I got my brother's microphone that kind of works. I've got my laptop that literally, it sounds like it's about to fly away like an airplane engine, okay? It's, it's chugging along, but I believe we got this, okay. Anyways, you'll be excited to hear that I figured out my texture problem from the game that I was talking about last week. And I'll talk more about it and go more into detail about how I fixed it towards like the end, but like, for this week, we're gonna be discussing how to turn your video game idea baby into like an actual like story script and stuff. So that's kind of be like, it's gonna be the topic for today's episode. So we're gonna be talking about how to make your video game idea baby into a story. So this should be fun. Now, of course, if you're making like one of those golf games that we were talking about in the last episode, you don't exactly have to follow this word for word, but you could just sit back and listen because again, we're just here to have fun. So you can just listen to some tips and listen to the chaos that goes on. So yeah, our video game idea, baby. We're taking our baby. We need to add character development into it. We just, we need to watch it grow. We need to watch it thrive, okay? This is what we want for our babies, okay? Anyways, so turning your idea into a story. We touched on inspiration last week. Again, listening to music, curated playlists, reading books, watching movies, TV shows, those are super helpful. But the most important thing, playing video games. Because when you play video games, you can, especially your favorite ones, you can see how the story's set up. You can see how the game mechanics work within the stories, how the narrative mechanics work, and how you can implement that into your own stories. But yeah, so I recommend practicing writing if you're not a huge writer all the time. What I like to do sometimes is go online and find writing prompts and then write little tiny mini short stories. We did that a lot, oh my god, what class was it? It feels like so long ago now. I do, I take like a ton of writing classes, but oh my God, writing prompts. I feel like it was my dramatic writing class. Yeah, okay. It was my dramatic writing class and she put a prompt on the board every single class. And we'd have like 10, 15 minutes to actually write like a little mini story based on that. And that was it. We didn't have to present it. Didn't have to be anything. It doesn't have to be perfect. That's one thing you guys have to know. Your stories don't have to be perfect. Again, it's a draft. It's only going to be seen by you until you got the finished product. But yeah, writing practices, scribble your ideas, dialogue prompts. Um, what we did talk about a lot. And yeah, I'm fully going to expose myself here with this, but I used to be a Wattpad girly back in the day. And for those of you who don't know what Wattpad is, it, you, there's stories, you can read stories. It's heavily mostly fan fiction, let's be honest. But a lot of it, like authors write actual stories and post on there. Some of them have even become movies. If you remember the after movies that came out, those really cringy ones. And it's like, oh, Hardin, Scott, and Tessa. I think that's, I think that's her name. I've never actually read the books. And I think I've watched one of the movies just to make fun of it. Because honestly, it's so funny. But literally, it's it's originally a Wattpad story, but it's a Harry Styles fan fiction. But what we talk about in my video game class and like the chat sometimes is how helpful fan fiction is. And fan fiction has actually helped some of the people in my class come up with the stories 
for their games, which I think is great. So literally, I know everyone's like, oh my God, ew, cringy fan fiction. That's great. You can think that all you want, but honestly, it is so helpful sometimes solely because you already have a world set up. You just gotta make a story with them. And that's the fun part about it. It's being able to practice writing without actually having to come up and do all the hard parts for it. That's one thing that people struggle with a lot. And I know what I struggle with when I'm writing like my actual works. Like I, it takes me forever to come up with a character. It takes me forever to come up with a world and all the world building based around it. Like people like George R. R. Martin, again, totally that up because of how the microphone feedback is right now because oh we're using that cute little usb microphone that i got from my brother so it's gonna be a little weird so if you hear me talk a little like blah, 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 it's because the feedback is slightly delayed in my headphones so it's like i can kind of hear what's going on but it's delayed by like a few seconds so it's messing me up a bit but yeah george rr R. martin he did Game of Thrones and like Song of Ice and Fire and all that, which is what House of the Dragon on HBO is based on right now. I am so obsessed with that show right now. It's so good. But the world building that goes into that, the creation of languages, the creation of nations, of peoples, of cultures. It's just, there's a lot of work that goes into that that some people just don't realize. And honestly, if you just want to practice writing, fan fiction all the way baby okay like you've already got that set up for you you just need to take the characters and put them in a different situation put them in a different like that just it helps practice writing so well like it just it just makes it a lot easier i know like super nerd here but literally it sounds cringy but honestly don't knock it till you try it especially if you want to practice writing because you can take characters you really like and put them in scenarios and see what works, see what doesn't work. And it honestly helps because it saves you the time from, and brain struggle from trying to, you know, make up these worlds and these characters that people spend a lot of time doing. I know I do myself and it will take me hours sometimes to figure out what the hell I'm doing, okay? So literally, yeah, practice your writing. Writing is important, especially if you want a good story. So if you're not super strong in the writing department, I recommend like even dialogue prompts. Like I know if you go on Instagram, they have writing prompt accounts. I'm sure there's websites that have writing prompt accounts and they'll post stuff every day, just little tiny prompts. And you don't have to write forever. You don't even have to write a page. You can write like a tiny thing, a dialogue, like set a timer for yourself. Like that. that's what happened in our class. We had 15 minutes to write, 15 minutes and that's it. What you get done is what you get done and what you don't is what you don't. It's just good for being practice. You know, it just helps you establish your skills. It's, it's like, it's like the Sims. You gotta build your skills, baby. You gotta get that skill tree up. The more you write, the more you practice, the better your skills become. And it'll just make it a lot easier for you in the down run. Down, in the down run makes it a lot. Again, this is that microphone feedback you guys are gonna be hearing. It's gonna be me messing up. I mean, embarrassing for me. It's gonna be hilarious for all of you because I'm gonna be fumbling over my words like an absolute idiot, but I'm sure it's gonna be so entertaining. But yeah, so practice, inspiration, but I'm also going to be telling you guys about some writing software that I use or that I have used and some stuff that I haven't, but just recommendations to help with your writing. So we'll slide on over to that. We're gonna be talking about Celtics, Twine, Microsoft Word, Google Docs. Yeah, I know I mentioned Google Docs. You get lots of space. 
especially if you got a school account on there it's just unlimited space okay you can save as much as you want okay so we're gonna be talking about that next so what what really happens when you're writing your story like how do you take your idea and put it on paper or rather instead of paper the digital world how do we do that so what i did for mine again we got our idea baby we've we're, we're making it grow we're nurturing it so it becomes a full-grown adult okay we need it to be smart in this world so what did i do with my idea um i think i remember sitting in class and this is when my idea baby was formed when we were talking about it in our classroom last year about what our projects are gonna be when i heard we could make a video game i i was floored i thought we could only do like tv pilots or shows or even yeah i knew we could write like scripts and i think yeah you could also write books but i didn't know video games were an option until dr chris told us like yeah you can fully make a video game and i was like really i can make a game like me me lauren i can i can make a game so here we here i am sitting in class and trying to come up with an idea and i remember he showed a video of a class from last year and the student that made a video game demo and when i saw it i was like damn this is really what i'm gonna have to do so i got to it i started figuring out what games i like and what i wanted to do and what i really like writing is dark dark okay like i really really love horror like that's like horror sci-fi like i love those types of stories because when you do horror when you do spooky anything that puts your characters in distress just provides a better a better thing for emotional emotional aspect you know like what am i ranting on two thousand years later anyways I like horror games and I remember back when I was a kid I used to watch playthroughs of stuff like Corpse Party, Mad Father, Ib, Ioni, um, what are some other ones? Witch's House, Witch's House, I remember that as well. Like all of those uh, Japanese horror RPG games, those were my favorite. And we don't see a lot of them anymore, which is a shame because they're one of my favorite games to watch. So I decided that that is the type of game I'm gonna do. So I started creating my story, my world. And again, we were talking about quote unquote copyright earlier. Let's be honest, none of your ideas are your own anymore. Like every story has pretty much been told before. It's just whether you add things into it, take things out, it's how you make it your own, okay? So I decided, yes spooky monsters i wanted to add some black magic in there i wanted to add just uh, some gory horror aspects to it so that's how fracture me was born i kind of decided i wanted to blend mad father and corpse party together pretty much and add some magic elements to it because i know like the later corpse party games deal with like magic and all that but i wasn't a big fan so we're just gonna pretend that doesn't exist so literally like that's just that's how it was born and then i started writing you know we were talking about my script writing earlier and how i was super enraged but yeah what was where was i where was i no no i wasn't but i'm going to so yeah anyways what kind of software can you use for your script writing um celtics twine um you can use microsoft word and google docs that's yeah you can upload layouts for scripts into those two things and they will kind of they'll kind of work 
I don't use them personally because I just, for the life of me, I just didn't like how they were formatted. But I did use Celtics. Celtics is what I use and that is what I'm using to write my game. Uh, maybe later I'll probably post online some of my game trees that I've made within there for the game. Um, so basically Celtics has this uh, video game software on there uh, where you can basically it's set up for writing for a game. It takes into the aspect of choice uh, type games. It creates itself like a tree, whereas usual scripts are just paper. You'll have your headings, your dialogue, your... I can't think of the actual professional words for it, but your description, all that. Whereas with the video game, it's built like a, a story tree. So every choice you have will have like branch areas or even like I say choices, but honestly, it's even types of dialogue because you can have like four different types of dialogue and still connect it back to one to one node. Um, I will say for the video game one though, you do have to pay for Celtics, I believe. Originally when I did start writing my script last summer, it was free, it was there. Then in the middle of the summer, I got hit with a notification saying that I was maxed at 20 nodes, even though I was told I could write forever. Because if you use the regular screenplay formatting script on there, it's you can just write, I believe, as many pages as you want. But the video game one capped at 20 nodes. And when I say nodes, I mean like the little bubbles. I guess bubbles would be a good word. Each bubble is its own sequence, its own type of dialogue area. Like that's pretty much how it is. But I can only have 20 of them. And that wasn't even half of the first act for my game. So I straight up emailed my professor. I was like, hey, like, dude, it's not working. And I'm supposed to write the script for like the whole summer. And he was like, no, 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 like, I get it. We figured it out. Like, I ended up getting added to the classes, like, um, the video game group that they have on there. So I have full access to it, which is great because now I can just write as much as I want for the script. Um, am I actually done the script? No but I only need enough for a demo right now. I know how the end's gonna go because again, if we listen to our planning from last episode, I have it all planned out, all point form, all that jazz. I just don't have the actual like dialogue and descriptions like fully detailed written out yet, but I know how it's gonna end. Like I know what the stuff that leads up to it is going to lead up to and how it's gonna go. I just have to physically write it out. But yeah, Celtics is really good. I do recommend checking that out if you are just a writer in general and you wanna write scripts and all that. Like even VR setups, Um, they have like a comedy script layout too. I just, I think Celtics is great. Like I use it for everything now. Like all of my screenplay writing, all my game writing, that's, that's what I use. I will recommend that like wholeheartedly, but you do have to pay for it. I am lucky because I'm part of like the game group, but if I wasn't, yeah, I still have to pay for it. But if you're using it for the game writing, I do wholeheartedly believe like paying for it is actually worth it. But if you do want something free, that's kind of like Celtics. I also use Twine. I used it for my interactive storytelling class and I don't even remember. Oh, I do remember what game. So we made like a little, um, we had to find something that happened in the news and basically make a Twine game about it. So Twine is very similar. Twine. <laughs> Twine is very similar to Celtics in a way that it allows you to do your choice-based games to have different options. You can put even character points and all that. Like you can do a whole bunch in Twine, but it does involve coding. I am so sorry for the girlies like me that 
can't code to save their life because that class became really hard when it came to coding because I literally couldn't figure it out. If you do figure it out, like I'm sure if you have enough time, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like I was so stressed last year because it was COVID, we were stuck at home and I had a million projects and homework to do and such short deadlines. So I couldn't really take the full time that I would have needed to truly figure out how Twine works. But from the games that we got to play on there during class, it's amazing, especially like the minimalist style. Like if you figure out like the simple coding, even using like YouTube tutorials, which I used for some of the parts in the Twine game, like it was, it was great. Like I think, um, cause we had to choose, like again, we had to choose things that happen in the news to make our Twine game based off of. So I think we chose, um, refugees. So we had to research and then basically you're playing the game through the perspective of like a mother who's a refugee and like all the struggles that the refugees have to go through to get to where they need like a, a safe place for their family and for themselves and all of the stuff that they have to go through. So that's kind of what we did for that game. Again, it was last year at the beginning of the year. So I don't remember too much about it, but it was really fun. And we the games we played on there were just, if you can really, really figure it out, like some of the kids in my class, like their Twine projects were really, really good. So I do recommend checking out Twine, especially if you want to also make a game without having to do all of the next level like designing and game developing that I'm doing for my game. Whereas Twine, it's more story based. So you can make a game through the interactive elements because people do get to play it. They can play it on the computer and select all their options. But again, it allows you to make a game without actually having to do all of the visual coding and asset creation, music, sound, all that. So I do recommend using Twine and Celtics. Uh, I'm more biased towards Celtics though, because that's what I'm using for my game right now. But yeah, that's pretty good for writing there. But now we're gonna talk about what I actually managed to do this week. Okie dokie, my fabulous gaming nerds. What did I do this week? What did I do? Anyways, um, so basically, as you remember from last week, I was hella struggling with these game textures and I just could not get the overlay to work. Every single time I would add it to my actual game file, I would fly through the boxes. And when you fly through the boxes, it is supposed to change the entire look of the game, okay? It wasn't doing that. It wasn't doing that. So it was only changing the lighting. It wasn't changing the visuals, which was very frustrating. And I, like I said, was going to punch a hole through my computer, but I decided, no, Zen, we're going to leave it. Dr. Chris is going to fix it. And, and he did. I, I knew he was going to figure it out because I'm just dumb. So the, like the process pack that I'm using, if any of you guys want to use it for your games, it's a free post-processing pack and it's by Tom Shannon. Uh, you can find it on YouTube if you just search up, um, I believe it's just like post-processing Tom Shannon, like it'll link to his YouTube and you'll see it. It allows you to overlay different types of textures, including 8-bit, which is what I'm using for my game because I want the pixelated art style from the RPG Japanese horror games. It just like, it makes life a lot easier to use this they have a lot of other different like textures on there like they've got um a fantasy style one they've got a sci-fi one which makes everything like black and purple neon like really cool i'm using 8-bit that's that's how that's working i'm i'm still learning how to use these post-processing stuff 
but it allows me to get like the 8-bit aesthetic of the game without having to like fork out a million dollars without having to pay for the pixelate assets which is what I was really worried about because I was going on the Unreal Engine store and a lot of them like for a house it's like 20 bucks and I'm like 20 bucks for a house 20 bucks can get me like lunch for like three days at class okay like so 20 bucks is that's a, that's a lot of money so the problem i was having is that every time i was like importing it it wasn't actually working like again the lighting would change but none of the actual like textures would change which was very very frustrating for me but anyways dr chris went in he looked at it and literally because i'm dumb uh, was importing it into the game from my documents, but I wasn't actually putting it in the right folder in my computer, which is why that wasn't working. So I, me deleting it and re-importing it like a whole bunch of times, that basically was doing nothing. Like the lighting was changing, but that was pretty much it. As soon as we got that working, immediately the textures just appeared. Like everything, like all the textures were on and I was a very frustrated person but that's okay that's okay we got that fixed so now everything is super cool and 8 bitty um what else i do oh yeah i also started working on like the art for like the main page for like what like the, the start menu that's what that is yeah i was working on the start menu art um honestly it's kind of ugly so i'm not gonna post it but i'll figure it out eventually yeah got that going um mostly though it was getting the textures working and just adding more detail to the game but for this week i want to start further detailing the levels i want to like start adding objects and colors and actual like you know object textures because right now like you'll see later like because i'll actually tell you guys what the instagram is this week because i'm an idiot and forgot to do it last week but like you'll see like all the actual levels they're physically there but they're just like everything is just white boxes like it's like super ugly and plain but we're gonna start getting into the more like detailed thing because i now actually have like the physical levels for the game i just need to start you know making it actually look like the game um i did draw out like some pixel art sprite characters for the game which i think they're super super cute i might post those as well but um i want to implement the sprite characters and i also want to test them out like in the platform and make sure like they don't look wonky when they're running and all that but i want to do that and then i also want to start like the groundwork for like in-game cutscenes, especially for the beginning but yeah that's uh, pretty much what i'm going to be doing for this week in terms of the game and what i have done last week this week yeah kind of complicated that's pretty much what i did okay besties this is the sad time of the podcast where i actually have to go because it's a 30 minute max for spirit live podcast and i am currently getting towards the 27 minute mark which is a little too close for comfort but anyways I'm a dummy and last week I talked all throughout that podcast about social media, social media and I want to show you guys what I'm doing, blah blah blah, but did not actually tell you guys what I was doing because I'm dumb. Anyways, um, so if you guys actually want to are interested in seeing any of like the level design, character concept art, and what the hell I'm actually doing, and maybe even some behind the scenes for creating this podcast sometimes. Uh, the Instagram's actually houseofmirrors.studios. You can follow it for further gaming updates and you know actual seeing what the hell I'm doing with the game. But you can also you can also look at it to see 
what I'm actually talking about while I'm actually talking in this podcast. Yeah, that's a little shout out if you guys want to go see what I'm doing over there. You don't have to, but it'd be appreciated if you did. Thank you guys for listening. This was a very chaotic second episode solely because I am recording at home using my brother's USB microphone. And honestly, I, I, I love it. I love it. I, I don't really love it but it's it's okay it's what we can work for uh, i couldn't make it to the studio today which is unfortunate for me yeah so that's it this is gonna be a really chaotic ending but thank you for listening and i will see you guys next episode and i hope your writing journey begins and you guys get to actually use this stunning stuff that i told you about so anyways goodbye have a nice day go build some games